it's kind of shocking like i feel like my microphone should be broken at this point because this is how long of a break i have taken from recording podcasts i just i don't even have an excuse for myself anymore guys like i'm really sorry about this i think i lost motivation i lost like the drive so much in my life has changed what originally inspired this podcast has changed for me in like literally the best way. I mean, there's just so much I should dig into. But to be really honest with you, this podcast was born out of so much pain and out of just confusion and just so much. And I really wanted to create this podcast to help to really speak to like younger me, but maybe not younger me, speak to past me. Um, and I think in so many words, like I just really have been feeling better and have like really found a routine that has been really helpful to me in the season. I did also go through like a really challenging season personally, and it was just a little too much for me to share with the social networks. And maybe I will share that one day. But anyways, you didn't come here to listen to why I've been missing for so long, or maybe you did. And maybe I should get into that one day. But I'm really inspired today to talk to you guys. I just celebrated. Guys, I really, I was like about to not even tell y'all my age because I can't believe I'm already being that woman. Like, and when I was younger, I was like, Ma, you dragging it. Like, you are not 30. You are not 30, Ma. But your girl is 30. And if you're over 30, I'm really sorry about this. This is my healing journey. Please forgive me in advance, okay? But I just want to be really really real with you guys. I have been struggling with this number 30, okay? I have been struggling with this in so many it's been such a layered thing for me, right? I think that there's so much I thought that I was going to do by this point that I haven't. There's so much clarity on certain things that I thought I would have that I don't. There is so, 30 is like a really loaded number for me. And I think it, you know, I've talked to some of my friends and like 30 was a loaded number for them too. Um, And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and act like I turned 30 and I had this revelation. I did not have a revelation. I had a couple glasses of Prosecco, but I ain't have no revelation yet. And that's not to say it's not going to come. But I just wanted to take this podcast to really reflect because I think with all the things I'm saying I don't have, there has been so much learning and growing and healing. And I have moments when I look at myself and I genuinely cannot believe I'm me and I'm where I am. Like, am I even going to lie to y'all? This morning I was getting dressed and I like saw a cut for some apps and like I'd be posting on the gram and like I could see the work but sometimes I'd be like it's just the angles but no 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 no. today I was in the mirror in my house and it was the morning so like I you know belly was fully breathing okay belly was fully exhaling she was exhaling inhaling normally okay she wasn't trying to flex and be cute or nothing she wasn't trying to pose for a pic she was just in the mirror 
trying to struggle up my pants, okay? And I saw a cut and I said, wait a minute, the work is working. Oh my God, the work is working. Anyways, so yes, this podcast episode is going to be all about the things I learned in my 20s. If you're listening to this and you are in your 20s, I just want you to take a moment, take a deep breath. Like from the pit of your stomach, take a deep breath. I also need to take a deep breath because I'm recording this after my nine to five. So just, yes. And if you're in your 20s and you don't have a nine to five because you're an influencer, fine. Love your life. And if you're in your 20s and you are still looking for a nine to five because you just got out of college, please do not get discouraged. Please do not get discouraged. Please do not get discouraged. Most challenging time of your life. But I promise you, you will come out better than you went into it. Promise it. Promise you. Promise you. And if you don't, don't fight me because I can't fight. Okay. So... I want to take this podcast, I want to take some time to go through the things that I learned in my 20s. If you are in your 30s, well, then send me some tips, sis, because I'd join the crew, all right? And I'm really excited. I'm really excited. You know, I'm not even going to go into what I'm really excited about because that's not, I'm, I'll, we'll finish with that, okay? We will finish with that. Um, okay, I'm just looking at my notes. So... Let's start from the top. So my first thing that I would say, okay, so I'm going to give you guys 10 things that I learned in my 20s. And I think the first thing I would say is that nobody knows what they are doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. I know this sounds crazy to y'all, but your favorite celeb, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Okay, in defense of athletes, they know how to play the game. So obviously, you get what I'm saying. But when it comes to navigating our lives and the ins and outs of navigating relationships, the ins and outs of navigating your career and making certain decisions, and you're like, why does my friend always make the right decisions? Like, at the end of the day, no one truly knows because, Okay, maybe someone out there can tell the future. But like, for the most part, we can't tell the future, right? And we don't know if every decision we're making is the best decision. But we're doing all that we can to think it through and make the best decision in that moment. One of my really good friends, she always says to me, like, you did the best you could with what you had at that time. And I think that that's so crucial. Like, you just have to remember when you're making a really tough decision or you're deciding to take a job, you're deciding to move away, you're deciding to date this person, you're deciding to, I don't know, like, you know, whatever the decision is in your life, I've really learned that nobody has any freaking idea. And you have to keep that in mind also when you're asking for advice from others because others are going to only give you, others can only give you advice from what they've been through and what they've experienced as well. So again, this might sound crazy, but even your mama and your daddy might not know. They may not know. Nobody knows what they're doing. We are all doing the best that we can with what we have. But what I would also add to that is that confidence is key. I think what I'm learning more and more, and, and something I will say I'm learning towards 
like what I learned in 29 was that all of that being said, confidence is key. So if you have no idea what you're doing, but you smiling through it and you looking good and you taking care of yourself and you faking it till you make it, that's really all you need. Nine times out of 10, everybody in the room is faking it. Not going to hold you. Okay. I don't want to say that too loudly because I'm pretty sure LeBron and Steph Curry and them, they know what they're doing when they're on the court. But you know what? Outside of that, when they're making decisions in their lives, they don't know. And they're giving it the best that they have. And so I think that that's like super important in your 20s is just give yourself the grace that you're doing the best that you can with what you have. And confidence is going to carry you through that. Confidence is key. And if you don't feel like you're confident, you got to fake it, baby. You got to fake it. You got to fake it. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be confident. I walk in the gym now and I'm like, I can't, I can't believe you, girl. I'll be watching my, I'll be listening. I'll be like looking outside of my body at myself. And I'm like, I can't believe you walking in here with this much confidence. This one, one time used to like never work out, supersized everything at McDonald's. And now you walk in the gym and you think you're that girl. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm that girl in the gym. Okay. Um, my second one, these are kind of all over the place. So I apologize that there's no flow. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no flow. I was just thinking them through and I wrote them down for y'all. The second one is heartbreaks are challenging, but teaches you so much about yourself. Um, but don't stay too long that you learn more than you need to. Um, so I think that that's something just I really learned. And this podcast was born out of, was partially born out of a a heartbreak. And I really realized in the moment, heartbreaks make no freaking sense. And all you can think about is why is this happening to me? And how does this pain go away? And what I would say to that is please just feel this moment. Give yourself this space to feel it, but give yourself a time limit to shake it. And obviously, if you're not able, if you're not capable of shaking it on your own, speak to your loved ones, if you're able to go to therapy, whatever it takes. But I will say that heartbreaks are truly some of the most transformative moments in your life and allow that moment to transform you so beautifully. When I promise, I promise you, promise you, I'm sorry if my nails sounded really nasty in the mic. I promise you the transformation that comes out of heartbreak is the most beautiful transformation. You're not even like you're going to be so astounded when you're on the other side of it. Every single one of my every single one of my friends and including myself, I think have come on the other side of a heartbreak 10 times better than they were when they first felt the heartbreak or even while they were in the relationship to be really honest. So Heartbreaks in every way, right? I'm not even going to just say relationships. If you're getting laid off from a job, if you got fired, if a friend didn't want to be your friend anymore, whatever it is, like heartbreaks are truly transformational in the best way. Number three, the storm season is the moment before your your major breakthrough. So I always say like, um, I always say to my friends like, the more challenges you have in a situ- in a situation or in life in general, 
that just means that your gift is going to be so much greater. What you get in the long run, it's going to be so much greater. So like I will always say like, if you have a really hard time in dating, I just really think that the partner that's for you is going to be that much greater. If you have a really hard time finding a great job that pays you well, it just means that the job when you get it is going to be that much greater. Like there's something so much greater for you at the long run, at the at the end of this journey. The harder the storm, the greater the rainbow. Like just remember that. And there were moments when I was feeling so low about my life and myself. And I remember just thinking like, I'm going to celebrate how low I feel right now because when I'm out of this season, I don't want nobody to try to question my flex. Don't question my shine. Don't question how I'm feeling because I work so hard for this. Um, And I cried so much for this and I begged and pleaded so much for this. So, you know, just another thing is I really do feel like And I call it a storm season. Like, you know, those seasons that just feel really low and you just aren't feeling good. You're feeling really negative. You're not happy. You're waking up every morning unhappy. Maybe you're doing things you weren't normally doing. You're drinking too much. You're staying with the person that doesn't make you happy. You're just in a stuck season and you just don't feel like you can get, you can't move forward from it. And you're like begging and pleading with life, the universe, God, whoever you speak to, to get you through it, just remember in that season, at the end of it, there's a rainbow. I promise you there's a rainbow. There is a rainbow. Um, Number four is that you have to choose you. You have to choose you. You, you yourself, have to choose you. No one else on this earth can choose you as much as you choose you. And that is like so personal for me because I think for so much of my life and probably a little bit now still, I have always waited for others to choose me. I have always waited for validation. I have always waited for people to tell me I look beautiful, for people to say that I was skinny enough, for you know, people to congratulate me on something. I never felt within myself that whatever I was doing, whatever I was saying, whatever I was living, however I was um, embracing something was enough. And I really relied on others to choose me. And there wasn't until there was a situation where I had the opportunity to potentially move. And It was an opportunity where I think most people were telling me um, to to make this decision. They were like, you should do this. You should totally do this. It'll be so great for you. You'll be so happy, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to. But everyone around me who I admire, who I look up to, who I speak to for advice, who I trust, who I love was saying like, do it. And I was like, but I don't think this is right for me and I don't want to. Um, And I think that was really challenging for me, especially as someone who very often leans on others because I just, for some reason, have always thought that other people's decisions are better than mine. I've always thought that what someone else is doing is a better move than what I'm doing. And we have to unpack that on another episode, but I just really feel like 
I'm so grateful that 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 was like a turning point in my life, that decision that I made. Um, because I stuck so I I stood so strongly on my decision. And I think that it just made me so proud of me. And I, I just made me have a deeper relationship with me because I was like, whoa, like everyone's telling you to not do this thing or do this thing. And you're like, nah, like that's not right for me. Even if it looks like it's right for someone else when they look at my life. We don't live our lives for what others tell us is right for our lives. And that's not to say that the people that love us don't have great advice. They do. And it doesn't mean that you should ignore all of the advice that you get from others. I just think that you have to really make sure that your inner voice is just as loud as those around you. So sometimes for me, I overshare. I'm an oversharer. Maybe that's why I have a podcast, but I'm a super oversharer. And when you overshare and often oversharing to then receive advice back, um, a lot of times you can get, you know, you get all this advice and, and you can lose your own voice. You don't hear what it is that you really want. You don't hear, you know, what you feel is going to be most beneficial for you and is going to do the things that you need it to do in your life. So I just think it's really important to choose you in every single way, every single day, choose you. Um, I even think like down to my routine, I'm realizing like I work a nine to five, I have a job. And so I feel like at that moment, it's hard. I don't get to like choose me all day long because I have to do things that I'm being told to do. I have to do things that are my responsibility, just given the role that I have. Like I don't feel like technically that's my time to choose me, but every morning I go to the gym and I like my gym is a little bit further from my house and like I drive for like 20 minutes. And that to me is a time that I get to choose me. I get to choose my workout. I get to choose the juice that I have afterwards. I get to choose, you know, how hard I go in the gym. Like I get to choose all of that. And that's like a really special and sacred time to myself. And I would highly recommend that everyone have their um, sacred time to themselves and choose you. Choose freaking you. Um, okay. Well, this is like, I would say this is like five or like 4.5, but Keep choosing you even when you don't look, look, don't like what you looks like. Keep choosing you even when you don't like what you looks like. So I'm trying to think of a relevant situation in my life, but there have been a lot of moments in my life where I wasn't a huge fan of the way that I was handling something or the way that I said something or the way that I was, um, doing something. And I think what I've really learned is that a part of this life and a part of being confident and a part of living is continuing to choose yourself even in those moments. That's not to say that if you did something wrong and you owe someone an apology because the way you acted was out of line or what you said was out of line, I think that there's a way to do all of those things, all of those things without denying yourself or without hurting yourself. I know there's been a lot of times in my life where I may have done something incorrectly and then in my apology or in the way that I, you know, kind of speak through it or try to talk to someone, you know, if I hurt someone's feeling this is something stupid and I go to them and apologize, I say some mean things about myself in that. That's not necessary. 
Don't beat yourself up for that. If you don't like what you did, if you don't like what you said, you could say it, sorry, and that's it. I'm sorry that was inappropriate. I shouldn't have done that. My apologies. There's no reason to be like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I'm so stupid. I'm an idiot. I never do anything right. I hate myself. I'm so ugly. Oh my God. Let me go like beat myself up when I get home. Just sometimes just stop. Just be quiet and be like, you know what? My bad. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. That was uncalled for. That was unnecessary. And let it go. I would even add that to my list of things. So number five, I would really say like, let it go. Again, that is such a loaded statement. That is such a freaking loaded statement. And I'm sure if you are a certified therapist listening to me right now, you would be like, girl, who who are you to tell people to just let things go? It's not that freaking easy. But I think that what I really learned in my 20s and what I'm, I think, you know, in your 20s, like a lot transforms in your relationships um, with people, with your friends, with partners, with all of it, with your family, like things just transform. And I think be mindful of how, what you're doing in those relationships. But I also think like, give yourself the grace that it's okay to let it go. Whether that be a friend, whether that be a partner, it's really okay to let it go. It's not the end of the world. Um, especially if it's someone who desires to walk out of your life. If someone desires to walk out of your life, I want you to really think before you beg them. Let's really think about it. And again, all of this comes with caveats. If you do the person terribly and you do love them and they love you, and this is something you think you can work out, by all means, if you're married, don't listen to me. All of those things, there's always a caveat. But in my opinion, if someone wants to walk out of your life, let them. Let it go. You are going to embark on a journey of healing that is going to be so much greater than sitting in this season of wishing someone would stay or begging someone to stay. And truthfully, all you're going to get out of begging someone to stay is feeling kind of crappy about the fact that you begged them to stay. (laughs) And honestly, you're blocking your own blessings from people who want to be in your life and people who want to walk in your life with grace and people who will be in your life dancing around with joy because they're so happy they're in your life. So if there's anything I would like really say to like 20-something Larisse, I would say let it go. Um, number six, am I on number six? I like added some in here. Number six, I would say um, find your motivation and stay laser focused on it. I feel like with my fitness journey, I genuinely, I've been on a, I've been on a fitness journey and I have been like trying to be in the best shape of my life for as long as I can remember. Like since I was a kid, since I was a kid and I realized I had a little more weight on my body than I desired, I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to become more fit and I wanted to be a fit girl and I would see the fitness girls and I'd be like, I want to be a fit girl. Um, and so I feel like I finally have channeled 
what motivates me. And now it's more than motivation. I'm genuinely just so disciplined in this area. I don't know what this thing is. What on earth is that? Um, I'm so disciplined in that area that I don't even like, I'm just so proud of it. Like when I'm off from the gym for too long, my whole body just feels really weird. Like when I was on vacation last week, I just was like, what is happening to me? I have to go to the gym ASAP. So honestly, for me, it's just like, just be really laser focused on what you want. Be so focused on what you want. I feel like this is something people say all the time, but like, just really hone in on it. Hone in on that thing. Like even call yourself out when I saw, I saw someone say like, um, uh, it was like digest social media less and create more. And I feel like that's something I'm trying to take for myself is like, I should be doing more than I'm it's almost like giving more than I'm receiving. And that's like real life. Like I should be giving more to what I want than what I'm ingesting. I should be putting more effort into the things that I want out of life instead of just sitting here scrolling on my phone and looking at other people live their best lives or whatever social media decides is the best life today. Um, so just laser focus on what you want. Um, number seven, I would say this is something that I, it makes me so emotional to say. And I like, I better not cry on this podcast. I better not cry. I'm sitting here by myself. I better not cry. I would say you are worthy regardless. I want you to sit with that for a second. Like you are truly worthy regardless. You are worthy if there's a negative amount in your bank account right now. You are worthy if you are in boatloads of debt. You are worthy if you're still living with your parents. You are worthy if you have a family that you weren't expecting to have. You are worthy if you don't look anything like your friends. You are worthy if you don't know how to do your hair nicely. You are worthy if you can't afford a shape up. You are worthy if every single person you've ever dated cheats on you. You are so freaking worthy. You are worthy. Regardless of what the world tells us defines our worthiness, you are are still worthy and you need to remember that you are still worthy. You are the only person that defines your worthiness. No one can define your worthiness but you, unless you're like a terrible person and you're hurting people physically. And then I just, I don't know, like you should take that up with the law. But anyways, you're worthy. And I feel like for years of my life, I felt like I wasn't worthy until I, I will be worthy when I lose 30 pounds. I will be worthy when I figure out how to do my hair like my friends. I will be worthy when I get a relaxer. I will be worthy when I get 15 million followers on Instagram. All of that is hogwash. All of that is trash. 
wrap it up, throw it in the bin and never say that again to yourself and go to your journal right now and write to yourself a bazillion times. I am so worthy regardless. I'm so worthy. I'm sorry. Everyone on social media for me is mad confident and living their best lives. And I just have not been that my whole life. And I'm not ashamed to say that now. But if you're listening to me and you've ever questioned your worth, just know that you're worth it. That goes for men too. If you feel like as a man, you don't have a lot of money and you've questioned your value and you questioned your worthiness because you don't have a lot of money, you are worthy regardless. Regardless. Um, number nine, it's really okay if your path looks different. I've been struggling a lot lately with comparing myself to other, um, specifically young women that I grew up in the industry with, um, the industry that I'm in. And it's been really hard for me because I've been seeing them do things that I wish I could do. Um, I've been seeing them go to things that I wish I could be a part of. And I realized that wishing I was living the life they're living or in engaged in the experiences they're engaged with does not serve me. Okay. Um, it's really okay if your path looks different. You're still amazing. You're so great. And I think what I'm really trying to focus on now is like, okay, well then how do I, how do I create that life for myself? And how do I, you, you want to be careful to not just like mimic those around you because right, you want to be authentic to you. And at the end of the day, like, I just don't believe that you get the blessings that you truly deserve unless you're being a hundred percent authentically you and you can copy someone else and maybe probably get some of the same blessings they're getting, but that won't feel as rewarding. I don't think, but I could be wrong. Tell me how that goes for y'all. But for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But anyways, for me and my house, I want to be authentically me. I want to, there's a sense of pride I feel when I know I did something exactly my way and I've been living exactly my way. And so one of the things I would say to that is like, even though I'm watching, you know, these women do these incredible things and I'm so proud of them and I would love to do these things as well. I'm spending my time focusing on creating the life that I dream of, creating the life that I can't wait to wake up to. Because truthfully, like that may not look like other people's. It might look exactly like others, but it might not. And what I want out of life, what's for me, and my favorite phrase of all time, what is for me won't miss me. And I don't need to create a version of myself that is unlike myself to get something for me. If it is not for me, I'm not creating a version of myself for that. And I just think that's so important, like, especially with social media, because there's so many ways for us to just like recreate another person's identity because you could just stay on their social media platform and recreate it, especially if you've seen that it does well right? If they're getting a lot of followers, they're getting a ton of engagement. Being just like them, you feel like, okay, well then this will give me the success that I want. And maybe that works for some people, but that's not what I want for my life. I want to be a hundred percent me. I want to get the most out of Larise. I want to make Larise so proud. And so I just think it's so important to focus on the path that 
I have and focus on the path that you have and what is for you. And that doesn't mean you can't get advice from people and you can't look up to people and admire people. There's like my favorite Diddy song that I play in the gym, in the gym all the time. He says like, if somebody's doing better than him, they're going to be right beside him. And that's a fact. If someone's doing better than me, that is so fire because you know what? I'm going to give you your props, girl. I'm going to cheer you on and I'm going to learn from you And if you let me learn from you. And if they're like, nah, I'm not teaching you anything, that's that's fine too, sis. Love you. But for me, like I'm going to use that as fuel. Um, And then <clears throat> this might be nine, but we'll just end on nine. I had a boss once tell me that odd numbers are beautiful and let's be an odd number, okay? And let's do things my way because I said that this year I'm doing things my way. My way. My way. Okay. Um, trust your gut. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Trust your gut, okay? There are times in your life where your gut can be overthinking and that's the beauty of having friends and loved ones to talk to and get their perspective and that's the beauty of sleeping on things and that's the beauty of journaling but when you have a gut feeling and it's strong and you can't shake it for days and months trust it trust it trust it trust your gut and honestly Trust your first instinct because a lot of times the first instinct be telling you to. If you're someone who makes rash decisions, don't do that. So maybe your first instinct is not the one to listen to. You got to know yourself. But trust your gut. Trust yourself. You know you better than anybody. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. Obviously, my dad always says this phrase, trust the spirit by the spirit. In other words, evaluate it, think about it, test it out. But for the most part, trust yourself. You know yourself. Um, I've been talking for a long time, but I will just quickly, I feel like before I was going into like what I'm really excited about and being 30. Okay. This is like a fun question to answer. What I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about this new level of confidence I have in myself I have a level of confidence in myself that I've never had before. I'm so excited about that. Um, I'm excited to try new things with confidence, to try new things and not be timid about trying new things and not being, and I would also add to that, like not being as fearful of failing. I think for much of my life, I've been so fearful of publicly failing. I've never, I've like not wanted to do things because I didn't want people to see me fail. But now I don't really care because I know you might have, they might have failed too. And then you can relate to me because we both fail, sis. Um, so I'm really not, a I'm not as afraid of failing as I once was. Um, and I'm just also really excited to just like love on myself more, like more boldly and more loudly and love on those around me more boldly and more loudly. So thanks for listening to my podcast, guys. I am trying to live my best wellness and fitness life. So I'm drinking water. I don't have any wine for you today. Um, but I can still put a recommendation for a wine that I love in the description box. So check that out. 
Um, and my goal is to go live with a new podcast every other week on Thursday. So you can expect a new podcast from me every Thursday. Um, Okay, not every Thursday, sorry. Every other Thursday. So you got it this week and then not next week, but the week after. Um, and I'm just so excited to be back and to be chatteratting with you guys. And I'm going to really hope to be drinking some wine in the next episode. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to rate and subscribe and give me all the stars and say how much you love listening to me talk too much. Okay, bye.